0: Moses came down from the hill Holding the rules in his hand Looked all around,
1: suddenly found No one was listening, now it's time to throw down So throw down Throw down Well throw down Throw down Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Near Full Radio, posted exclusively here at buttmunchchips.com. Butt Chips. Sit on your butt. And Munch, my name is Landon Down, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, my tag team partner, if you will, Justin Krutzinger Jay, how are we doing tonight? Oh yeah, feeling good,
0: feeling good, ready to hit the ground running or hit the mat, if you will.
1: There you go, if you will. Yes, uh, daddy, daddy. So we are uh, coming to you towards the end of June. The last episode we posted was at the end of March before WrestleMania 34. So some stuff has happened in between the last time. Uh, Myself, Jay, and uh, Matt Weaver, who will not be joining us on this episode. uh, And Will West, also not joining us on this episode, unfortunately. Uh, Since we brought you some uh, wrestling content. and And some people have probably asked, Jay, where do we go between now and then? I'll be honest, since WrestleMania, I haven't been all that positive on the WWE product. How about you?
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat, man. And I'll tell you, it it really started with WrestleMania because I think leading up to it in that uh, pre-show that we did, we kind of discussed that, you know, looked at the card and it was jam-packed with star power. But I kind of lamented the fact that the women weren't getting their due. Because I really feel like the the big storylines, the big excitement, is in the women's uh, division right now, and so you know, yeah, there were some things that we were kind of excited, anxious about seeing, but but then we also had Roman Reigns to look forward to again, Ugh. and uh, and you know, I think that's just kind of been like that's that's the temperature of the WWE right now is is that they they've been pushing. Kind of a, a mediocre product on the men's side they don't have good stories to tell and there really hasn't been that much to get excited about
1: there really hasn't and it's unfortunate because you talk about our wrestlemania pregame show when we talked about how top to bottom this card was stacked i mean i'd be hard-pressed to think of another time when wwe had a more talented roster than it does right now but i mean i think you nailed it when you said like when it comes to the men product they're putting forth a mediocre product not compelling storylines and i do think that Part of the problem is, you already mentioned him, Roman Reigns and the rest of the people in the main event tier Especially on the Raw side, they don't have a title to go after because we haven't seen Brock Lesnar since the Greatest Royal Rumble event uh, back in April. And when we haven't seen him, we haven't seen a Universal title. So, what are the people on Raw in that main event doing? And yeah. and and I really feel like when you don't have that, you know, brass ring, so to speak, to chase, you can kind of start to get meandering. Now, that's not to say that there hasn't been good matches between now and then. Like I think Seth Rollins has really stepped his game up and is putting on match of the year candidates pretty much. Uh, Night in and night out, but at the same time, you talked about the storylines. There just isn't, or rather, they're compelling. Exactly, there hasn't been anything super compelling. And what I guess what got my uh, got my interest uh, restarted was the recent Money in the Bank pay per view event. And that's kind of it, it. Kind of felt like the WWE was in a holding pattern from the Greatest Royal Rumble to this point, which is a shame because. Leading up to WrestleMania, some would say they kind of felt like they were in a holding pattern, yeah. dot, 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 until WrestleMania. So, I'm hoping at this point, with Money in the Bank in the rearview mirror, which, by the way, if you want to find out what happened at Money in the Bank, go to GOOGLE.com. Because we're not going to break down an event that happened, what, like two and a half weeks ago at this
0: point? Oh, I thought we were here to react to WrestleMania results, so I'm, I'm <laughs> way behind. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're going to start with the uh, with the pre-card. It was the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, Woken Matt Hart, no. Uh no, I do want to say I totally called that. But uh you did. So, we're not going to talk about, you know, the the results of what's going on in the ring cuz you can okay. go pretty much anywhere to, you know, talk about that stuff. What I want to talk about is some fun stuff or interesting i guess i should say stuff going on outside of the ring but before we get outside of the ring jay you mentioned earlier how you're a big proponent of the wwe's women's revolution and you really feel like that the wwe should have given the women that that main event platform at wrestlemania talking on charlotte and oscar so this past monday there was an event that happened that i feel like has been months maybe years in the oh, making yeah. between these two characters Bailey finally snapped and just beat the bejesus out of she, Sasha Banks. She exploded. It was yeah. insane.
0: <laughs> you could definitely feel like it was it, like you said it was like it was a, a relief of tension that had been building up for a long time. And you want to talk about, you mentioned that there the hadn't been compelling storylines on the men's side. This is something that we've been leading to, and it's been a very, I, I, I would call it a slow build, this this tension that's been going on between Bailey and Sasha Banks. And I feel like this was an awesome payoff to take us to that next step.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This has definitely been a slow build to get to this point. Some would say they did, you know. Try and pull the trigger, but then the next week they're back to being all buddy buddy. So at some point, like the build was confusing, but mm-hmm. to get to this payoff, I think you nailed it when you said it was like a release. Uh, if, if if you remember watching Monday Night, the crowd goes ballistic. They did when when Bailey just starts wailing hell on uh, on Sasha Banks, and I love the fact that uh, the hug giving all smiles Bailey is a the one that instigates the attack, and then B standing over a quote-unquote unconscious Sasha Banks tell Sasha you ain't shit
0: right that was (laughs) an epic that was an epic shot and I want to give credit to the cameraman because they did a great job of lining that up perfectly you've got Bailey standing over a lifeless Sasha Banks on the ground just looking down at at what she had done and and you almost felt I, I maybe I'm reading a little bit into this but but I I took from it Bailey looking down going almost like she couldn't help herself but in that moment almost thinking is this what i meant to do or you know like somewhat conflicted about the the havoc she had just wreaked on her former friend at this point
1: that's an interesting thing that i didn't pick up on because it is interesting in the very next scene uh on that episode of raw uh raw general manager kurt angle tells bailey that her and sasha are going to counseling or something so maybe uh, they can work on uh, Bailey feeling maybe some regret for snapping on the boss I don't know and I don't know where this storyline is going to go but just that one moment right there it's like for the longest time, I felt like Bailey has kind of just been there. Like, like, like we we talked about the WWE Women's Revolution and the WWE Four Horsewomen: Sasha Banks, uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Bailey. They were very integral in this, and since coming up to the main roster, especially in the last you know year year and a half ish Bailey's just kind of been floating around it really feels like they've they've taken the piss out of the character of Bailey so for her to finally have this moment where it's like okay this is new we've been building towards this and i like this like i said i don't know where it's going I liked that one moment, and you being, uh, I guess, the advocate for the women's revolution on uh, on this show. Not to say that you know I'm not all for it. Well, I just made myself sound uh, sound
0: really bad. But uh, mm, I, wa- don't I wanted be to be on get- the wrong side of history, Landon. Don't. Yeah, seriously.
1: Uh, I believe in the hashtag Me Too movement. What's up? Uh, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, and 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 it sounds like you're you're very similar in in my line of thinking it's like ah finally
0: yeah and here's the thing i'm excited because like i said it this wasn't the end of the story it's taking us to that next step and i think if we can take anything from this what we learn is that it's no good to keep your emotions all pent up inside because then something like this happens. You end up throwing your friend into steel steps a couple of times. like Twice. Nob- Nobody needs that. So, you know, maybe be more open and sharing with the things that you're feeling inside.
1: Well, like I said, they are going to go into therapy, so hopefully Bailey can uh, get in touch with her, um, you know, less violent side and go back to hugging so people can... Wait no, actually, I like I like a badass Bailey. So keep doing that stuff. But yeah. I am interested to see where that goes. Um, now we're gonna head outside of the ring. This is just kind of a fun story. I don't. Uh, do you follow Kevin Owens on any sort of social media?
0: I see a lot of his tweets. I don't think that I'm necessarily following him. I think I see a lot of retweets or responses, and maybe that's all coming from you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is very possible, because I do follow Kevin Owens on Twitter, and I like most of the crap he puts out uh, on social media, because he is true to his character. What you see in the ring, he also plays that character in social media. Mm -hmm. But here recently, Kevin Owens has turned his page into pretty much a plea to uh shania twain to play the song win because apparently that is kevin owens favorite song ever and he wanted to hear shania sing it when he went to a show uh in montreal quebec canada of hers not too uh not too long ago jay have you ever heard the song win by shania twain
0: I have to tell you that while um, teenage Justin was a huge Shania Twain fan for reasons I'm not going to get into at this moment, Mm -hmm. I haven't kept up with the career of Shania (laughs) Twain, and so I do not know this song.
1: Okay, well, uh, that would make both of us, because like you said, growing up, we were teenagers when she kind of made that crossover from country to pop, so I know those songs, but like when Kevin Owens is very loudly and, I guess... uh, Very excitedly asking for when. I don't know what this is. So uh, (laughs) to his credit, though, Kevin Owens did go to the Shania Twain show, brought a I heart Shania sign, and it caught the eye of Shania herself to the point where she goes out into the crowd and talks to Kevin Owens, uh, calling him pro wrestler Kevin Owens before he (laughs) quickly uh, corrects her, which is so great. Quote, huge WWE superstar Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah, get it right. Come on, Exactly, Shania. <laughs> Shania.
1: So uh, they, uh, at this point, they go from the back of the arena all the way up on stage where, where Kevin is now uh, asking in person if she'll sing the song, When. And uh, unfortunately for KO, that is an N-O from Shania.
0: That's right. So she definitely called him out and mentioned that while she believes most Canadians should be nice and they come across as, as having these nice personas, that maybe Kevin Owens doesn't necessarily represent that so much, and that being the case, he wasn't going to get what he wanted that night.
1: No, and, and K.O. actually kind of took exception to that. He thought he was doing, quote, a pretty uh, pretty well for representing Canada and representing Montreal very well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that was the argument he made, but she wasn't having any of it. Now, what I really liked from this story was the condition that she gave him. If he wants to hear when, he had to meet a certain... Um, Uh, overcome a certain obstacle
1: yes a certain monster if you will
0: yeah yeah uh a giant
1: Yeah, it was funny that, uh, that uh, Shania made the deal that if uh, the next time he fights Braun Strowman, he will sing or she will sing win at the next show, at which points KO is like, no, no, that's 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 probably not going to happen. And th- like the best part is KO goes into full promo mode at this point. <laughs> he takes the microwave away from Shania Twain at a Shania Twain concert, uh, mentions that the uh, mic is bedazzled. So I mean, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's pretty sweet. And th- like, this is such an amazing Kevin Owens heel line. He screams, and I have more Twitter followers than you. Come on!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty classic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, KO is not getting his uh, song. At least, at least this time. If you uh, haven't checked out the video for this, it's about eight-ish minutes. Uh, a little long, but I do think it is. Uh, it's funny. You get to see Kevin Owens heel out in a. a uh, in an arena that isn't a wwe arena or a professional wrestling arena i think that's fun and plus uh, at, at the end he at least got to take a selfie with her on
0: stage so i mean yeah what cool. a total loss exactly he came away with something
1: mm-hmm. and uh, our final story and this is this is kind of a weird story uh jay have you ever been bitten by a police dog
0: <laughs> landon i'm proud to say no i have not been bitten by a police dog <laughs>
1: Okay, well, uh, that is one thing you can say and uh, Royal Rumble winner Shinsuke Nakamura cannot because if you've been paying attention, uh, last er, it seems like Shinsuke and U.S. champion Jeff Hardy are going to be entered into a, pro- a program so much that at this past week's SmackDown live taping, they were advertising a U.S. title match between Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy. The night of the show, they announced that Shinsuke Nakamura has been injured and pulled out of that match. It comes out later that... At a live event over the weekend, on excuse me, on Monday, June 25th, Shinsuke Nakamura was bitten by a Bakerfield's Police Department explosive dog.
0: Right. So I have so many questions about this. There's so many to ask. (laughs) I don't don't even know where to start. Um, So I'm going to reveal to all of those who maybe aren't listeners to Nerd News Cafe, um, and if you aren't, you should be. Yeah, Nerd News Cafe. That I'm quite a nerd in, and here's how I'm going to do it. Um, maybe Shinsuke has something in common with C3PO, because if you've ever watched A New Hope, as episode four, or Star Wars, if, if you wanna go back and be original, C3PO has a, a silver shin bone and silver foot on one side. And apparently the backstory is that at one point he had a bomb put in his original leg. It's a stupid story, but that's the backstory. <laughs> So my question is did the same thing happen to Shinsuke? Did he unknowingly have a bomb put into his leg and and the dog was just doing its job? I hadn't thought of that. I mean I guess that's plausible in this very bizarre situation. <laughs> but but no the the other question I have is why was he in the room? I mean and that's that's a legitimate question. If they if they're taking a police dog around doing doing the rounds, you typically I would imagine you clear out. Yeah, like I, do, I, wouldn't think you had people sitting around, but maybe I'm wrong. I've never been in a situation where a, an explosive sniffing dog comes around. Um, so that's another question. The, the other thing is, did he? Maybe he didn't know and he just tried to pet the dog. That and is you, a possibility. And you don't pet dogs like that.
1: No, no. I mean, like you don't even approach police dogs. You have to ask permission to even approach because yeah. they are trained animals and they. You will not like their training if, uh, yeah. if you have to be on the other side of it. That's a very fair question. Or here's my theory. Maybe this dog realized that Shinsuke Nakamura's Kinshasa knee really is a weapon,
0: and, <laughs> and, and he needed to take care of it. There you go. That's That's true. a possibility. That's a really good point. I didn't even consider, uh, but I think you nailed it right there.
1: All right. Well, uh, since we've figured out that mystery, that feels like a nice enough place to wrap up this episode of Near Fall Radio. Yeah, we're going to keep them kind of brief, you know, bite size. Hopefully we can do them more often if we keep it, you know, fresh or short and fresh as opposed to, you know. Three and a Long half hour <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, WrestleMania previews. Now, that's not to say that those won't come about because when WrestleMania, I think the pre-show is actually starting now for next year's <laughs> WrestleMania. When WrestleMania goes to nine hundred hours, we're going to have a lot to talk about. So, uh, yeah. I guess buckle up. But uh, this is this is going to be a bite-sized episode. So, Jay, tell the lovely listeners where they can find you, my friend.
0: Well, you can find me on Twitter at The Croots. I also do a couple podcasts. One of them, we're recording shortly after this. It's called Nerd News what? Cafe. And if you want to jump on board there and, and, and you are into the nerdy stuff like YC-3PO has a silver leg, that's a good place for you and we welcome you at the table. The other place that you can find me is a little Walt Disney World pod- podcast called Monday Morning Monorail. And that's at Morning Monorail on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of both of those, especially because I'm on both. You're on both. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash landoz, L-A-N-D-O-Z. That's where you can find the latest from me, 280 characters at a time, I also on a website, uh, the place where you got this podcast, <laughs> probably. You but it. Much chips.com it. Butmuchchips.com. Butmuchchips. Sit on your butt. And the munch, and also I have other crap there that hasn't been updated in forever. Who knows? Now that I'm paying for a service to podcast with, I'll have to justify my money. So uh, keep an eye on that. It's going to be fun on the bun. So for Just a Crit Singer, my name is Landon Doe. We thank you for joining us on this episode of Nearfall Fall Radio. Uh, you've been awesome. We've been Near Fall. And I'll work on an outro. Good night.
0: Proceeding was a Butt Munch Chips production. For more episodes and information, please visit ButtMunchChips.com. Butt Munch Chips Sit on your butt
1: and munch.